You're listening to Silk, the podcast dedicated to celebrating queer joy through pop culture, the gay agenda, and cutting up. It's like therapy, but cunt. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, Welcome girl. to Silk, Silk, the podcast. Woo! We are <laughs> out here. Hi, everyone. And we're here on episode two, so I'm super excited. Let's get into it. I am Sentisha. I'm Cody, and we are wearing our Muna shirts. You want to talk about it? Uh, always. So <laughs> Cody and I, the first time we met each other, Cody was yeah. wearing a Muna Made Me Gay shirt. This one right here, it's faded because I wear it so much, but it says Made Me Gay, Reverse Conversion Therapy. Thank you, Muna. Yes. And I was <laughs> like, that is my person. That's my tribe. Yeah. Like the stickers on the water bottle. Like, I feel like band exactly. are the same thing. Oh, it's showing who 100%. you ride for. And like, if you're wearing that, it's like, okay, that's that's yeah. my people. That's my tribe. It tells you so much about a person just off the bat. You don't even have to speak to them. You can see you're a band that you know or like. Um, it's like an icebreaker that you don't have to do. <laughs> you just right. have to look at. It's an icebreaker you just look at. Um, right see right through and it's like okay we're a part of the same community or it's like i'm going to steer clear of you give you six (laughs) feet yeah like if you saw someone wearing i don't know like a nickelback shirt you wouldn't have much to say well that's kind of ironic like that can kind of be funny you know what i mean like i do have some like goofy like i have like a creed shirt okay well creed's not ironic they're really good said my dad Okay, I was like, according to my dad. Who said that? Who said (laughs) that? Who said that? So this is episode two of Silk and Sentisha. Before we get started and before we dive into things, I need to know, how'd you sleep? I got a full, I think I probably got like 10 hours. Like I went to bed immediately after I got home. Like I was out. What did you do this weekend that made you so tired and made you sleep so well? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, life in general. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the world is crazy right now. There's a lot yeah. going on in it. And it's yeah. very stressful. And this is exactly okay. what I needed this weekend. I went on a little girls trip with some of my friends. The girlies. And um, the girlies, the dwarves, like a girls you know. Trip. Yes. Just a little girls trip. But not as crazy as the movie Girls Trip. Oh, okay. <laughs> thank God. Right. Thank God. Thank, thank, thank God. God. <laughs> yeah. Then you'd be like, no shit, you're tired, bitch. So we went to St. Louis for okay. a flyover comedy festival. And I've never been okay. to St. Louis. Uh, wow. My friend Coco is from there. Um, so it was like a good time. She was like the perfect tour guide giving us so much history about the city you know i didn't realize it's so close to chicago because listeners if you're if you don't know me um i live in chicago and uh yeah it's so close like it's really only five four or five hours depending on how you drive oh that's not bad the headliner who was janelle james Ah! from abbott (laughs) yes miss ava coleman Miss Ava Coleman. Yeah. And um, it was a stand up show. Uh, mm-hmm. She, 
So the way she was discovered was through her stand-up. So okay. a lot of Ava is Janelle. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Like finding out that she's a mom, I was like, <laughs> wait, she got kids? That's crazy. <laughs> she's probably a cool-ass mom, though. Yeah. Honestly. That would be and- unreal to have Janelle as your mom. Like, I'm sure she is right. so funny and cutting yeah. up all the time. Yeah. And just like her talking about her level of fame and how it was truly overnight. Like Abbott yeah. has only has two seasons and right. um, yeah, just her talking about just the fame and the kind of fame that she wanted, but it's like, you can't right. really predict that. Like you could say, I want to have a certain amount of fame where it's like, Oh, I think I know who that bitch is. But time, but <laughs> by the time you realize yeah. who it is, they're already gone. Like they're gone. that's the See ideal level of fame. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not getting you're not getting swarmed. You can go to Applebee's and get the two for twenty, but <laughs> you still get that like ego boost of like being recognized and stuff like that. That's cute. That's really cool. I mean, I actually got to like talk to her for a little bit because, of course, oh. at the end. There was a whole thing. <laughs> I was just so excited. She was so funny. Yeah. At the yeah. end of her hour, um, she was like, okay, where should I go after this? And I was thinking, like, the tour. So I'm like, I scream, Chicago! <laughs> okay. And then she's like, oh, <laughs> damn, y'all really want me out of here. Okay, you want me to go all the way to Chicago tonight? And I was like... <laughs> Oh shit! No, Janelle, Janelle, leave the state immediately. Get out, cross state lines, and get the fuck out of here, Janelle. Okay, like get out of here. We don't want you yeah. in here leave. anymore. You gotta leave the state right now. That's so funny. See right you and you me. The second time we've talked about a JoJo on the pod. Okay, one thing about Silk. We gotta talk about a JoJo. We gotta talk about a JoJo. <laughs> next next week we'll be talking about JoJo French fries. Do you know what I'm talking about? The JoJo. <laughs> Just to keep it going, those are the only three JoJos that I know though. But <laughs> yeah, so oh, I yell Chicago at her, and she's yeah. like, "Oh damn, y'all want me to leave that bad?" I was like, "Oh no!" So I <laughs> DM'd her on Instagram, okay. and I was like girl i yelled chicago because i was thinking of the tour i want to see you again so bad not <laughs> crossing state lines yes <laughs> um but she That's was so awesome. sweet she actually like replied and Aww. really such a such a funny cool down yeah. ass bitch i fuck with her heavy. Yeah. and i know you're such a funny cool down ass bitch and <sighs> a comedian so like i'm yeah. sure that was like that was kind of like the the boost maybe that you needed kind of thing. Just that kind of weekend for with sure. the girls. Nothing better than that. Yes. So. Good for you. Yes. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah. How did Good. you sleep? I slept really well. We actually got some pretty exciting news as a community. Our teaser trailer dropped for the game show that we filmed. And like, we're Woo! finally able to see- yeah, the cat is out of the bag. The bag has been thrown away, and the cat is loose because we can talk about what that how pussy is loose. <laughs> yeah, I said Where it. Is pussy. <laughs> the pussy is inside the spussy. 
That's fussy. Oh my God. We can tell you so many things now. I mean, we can't tell you everything, but we can give you backstory. We can give you context. And it's been posted on their social media and they were playing the teaser as well as some other like alternate teasers all weekend during like football, which I wasn't watching. But I have heard that other people were watching football and that they saw the show. Uh, I got a bunch of texts from friends saying like, oh, I saw the show that you're on. So like, yeah, it's called We Are Family and it's going to be out January 3rd on Fox. So we can't tell you everything yet, but that's how we met. Um, You can look it up. Anthony Anderson is hosting. It's going to be really cool to see us on TV. And as we get closer to the premiere date, we might have some of the other contestants on the pod, some of the dolls, the girls. So stay tuned. Uh, It was a pretty exciting weekend for us because we just met you and I, like we have not known each other for that long. And this project that we worked on, but like, it's one of those things, like we both felt it in that moment or like, we know that we're, that we have chemistry like that's why we wanted to do silk like it just made sense and came natural um yeah so super exciting but yeah the cat's out of the bag the pussy is loose so we're super excited for january 3rd glad it wasn't another day in that week if you know what i mean (laughs) not the insurrection (laughs) yeah um so stay tuned and if we win a life-changing amount of money we could check it out thousandaires you never know we could be rich we could be the richest podcasters you've ever listened to and you don't know you'll have to tune in on january 3rd on fox to find out (laughs) all right episode two we're going to talk about who's serving so this is the segment where we discuss the discourse about what's going on in pop culture any celebrities musicians gays they's thems anybody we want to talk about that is serving and giving it to us so Santisha, i'm gonna leave it to you what's got your attention this week one of our pop divas slaying the game dua lipa aka dula peep say her name dula peep say her name with your chin (laughs) dula peep okay oh my god that new single that she dropped it's good it's good. The haircut. I mean, there's a lot the going haircut. on. She is giving. Oh the, my God. Oh, she's oh, done so she much so for the fun. community. She, I mean, for real, because she's living mm-hmm. like the gays. We are. We support eating it up. Okay. Absolutely. On a platter. I am talking about serving. I am yeah. eating doula people on a platter. I wish yeah. it was liger- literally, but figuratively also. She is <laughs> that girl. I mean, honestly, yeah. her she has just been serving for, for the community for, since the moment she came out, truly. What's really interesting, too, about Dua Lipa is that she feels like a pop star that we don't have anymore. She feels, in the way she carries herself feels like it's on a different level like no disrespect to anyone currently making pop music but she just kind of gives us not much in terms of like interviews she doesn't really reveal a ton she just takes like beautiful pictures and does hot girl things and releases really great pop songs and that feels kind of bygone and of a different age 
which is why I personally think she's super exciting. And anytime she releases a track, it's a must listen to. Uh, the song from Barbie obviously was everywhere this summer. So I think I know she, that's going to be on my Spotify yeah. unwrapped dance yeah. the night away that whole soundtrack yeah. like but that song in particular a thousand mm-hmm. percent and i agree with you wholeheartedly she is definitely like a pop diva that we haven't had in a while because i f- it's yeah. just about the music and like she doesn't share a lot like you said like we've known yeah. some things about her personal life like sure. obviously yeah she dated anwar hadid but like obviously. other than that she keeps that shit on lock and she's like Let's focus yeah. on my talent and my yeah. music instead of who is in my bed. And I fuck yeah. with that so hard. Yeah. She just, yeah. She just like, she doesn't, she does nothing wrong with trying hard. We need to try hard. We need to achieve our goals, but she just makes trying hard seem so effortless and chic and cool. And she's always serving. And I love yes. Dula. And yes. she's so funny. I wouldn't even say like, it's like, I wouldn't even say it's trying hard because yeah. It's about the um, the music. I feel like yeah. if you have to talk about everything else to get those streams, right. that's a try hard. The fact that's that what, she yeah. can just say, Absolutely. like, here's the music, here's the video. That's another thing. She makes great videos, and that's she something that has been missing. It's not to say that people aren't making good videos. Like, Cobra right. is iconic. Like, mm-hmm. there oh, are yeah. a lot of great Absolutely. videos out here right now, but I feel like Dua does a really good job with, again, making her music and the artistry of it all that we just yeah. haven't had in a while, where it's not like paparazzi, yeah. this, that. Like, she's yeah. not really out here like that, especially no. after she had that high profile relationship, you know? And I, yeah, I love her. I love Much her. Much respect to Dula Peep. Dula, you are welcome on Silk anytime. Oh, please, we have anytime. A, a chair waiting, a seat at the Girl. table. Come on down. Not even a chair. You can sit on mama's lap. I am here for you, girl. We actually don't have a chair. You have we actually to don't us. have chairs. You have to do it from like wherever I am on my yeah. lap. So <laughs> you have to use the same microphone. So we're going to be microphone. really close and, so, you know, it might get crazy. It might get, it crazy. Might get crazy. Who knows? <laughs> it's cute. Yeah. Another sleigh from this week is the SAG strike is officially over. Yes, the shows are coming back. The actors <sighs> are working. Thank God. Like our Lord and Savior, Nicole Kidman says, Miss the AMC. pictures are back. The pictures are back, girls. It's, oh, that was a good Australian accent. Another accent coming. Okay, she's I told you him. I was going to get you on this she's, accent game, baby. She's got them in her repertoire. Listen accents. up, ladies. The strike being over is crazy. It was historic. We had not one, but two strikes at the same... Well, they didn't start at the same time, but they were going on concurrently. We really had experienced this actor strike. It just has felt like late night has felt empty. People haven't been able to promote oh the God. projects. It's been weird. And weird thing, seeing him. people yeah. post stuff about their movies, like all the Barbie content we're getting now. <laughs> Greta Gerwig is working overtime. She is getting the Barbies and the Kens in a line, and she's saying, "You are winning me Best Oscar. Get out there." She said, "We you are post, campaigning." And you post and you post and you post. <laughs> no, but yeah. it's just so crazy. Like just seeing people being able to talk about their stuff and all the projects yeah. that they've done. Oh shit! Yeah, you haven't been able to talk about no. that or post anything, and yeah, 
you know, it's, I'm just so happy that the movies and all our shows and everything is coming back. Yeah. We don't want people to have to strike, but a union that works for the people it's representing is essential Mm. because we don't want people to be exploited. We want people to be fairly compensated and that's what we're getting now. And our favorite actors and actresses can go back to work. The writers be writing. They're up in their rooms writing the plot and the actors are studying their scripts and they're ready to go. Get compensated for their work. They're going to get their residuals. They're going to get that streaming money. AI is, is it going to be writing those scripts? Like Mm -mm, all the things that they fought for, like their fight wasn't in vain. And I actually read a really cool article this week about how Mike White is ready to start casting season three of The White Lotus, which is a show that you and I both love, obviously. So iconic. Jennifer Coolidge as Tanya. And a certain twink that got his ass ate out on The White Lotus was in the news today. You want to talk about that? (laughs) Wait. That was a good segue, though. That was a good segue, for real. But the big news of today is that Cage and Chris Appleton have called to quits. They're over. Called to quits. Cut the cameras. I can't believe it. Cut the cameras. Dead ass. After six months. Uh, As for a reason for the split, a source close to the couple, this was not an easy decision for Chris to make. Mm -hmm. But he tried everything Mm -hmm. he could to make the marriage work and... Needed to make the best decision for himself moving forward. So that is what a close source says. And, you know, it's so insult to injury, right? Is that the episode where Kim officiated their wedding just aired last week, days ago. And I don't know, y'all let me know. I felt like there was a little bit of a disconnect there. Like Mm -hmm. I felt like they're obviously two of the most beautiful men, but, and I'm sure they are having the best sex ever. Like I'm sure they were laying it down. Yeah. Tearing it up. As is their right. As they should. As is their right. Something you said to me earlier in the gay math, that doesn't add up. No, they never really just like looked to me. Like, we know nothing about them, but to me, they never looked like a real couple-couple. I mean, it was a whirlwind. It was super fast. We bar- we found out they were together, and then we found out they were engaged and married within weeks. And then yeah. they get, they file for, di- Chris files for divorce literally a week after the Kardashian episode where they get married. It feels, you know, kind of, not. it just feels a little not, we don't know what's going on. I think it's super interesting that Lucas is like the twink of the moment. Prestige yes, twink, he is. almost. He's oh, been on White definitely. Lotus. He's been on Euphoria. He's been on You. He's making the rounds. He's the other two. Pop- the other two guest star. I had a whole plot around him being Gage, the twink of the moment. Like, this guy is on the up and up. It makes sense that I can see the narrative where they get together. Like you said, they're both hot. They fuck. They hook up. They have a good time. Then they dip. Who knows? Yeah. Who yeah. can say I for think sure? They probably, 
Right. Who could say for sure? I think they probably got caught up in the lust of it all. You know, I mean, if you think about it, Luke is 28 and Chris is 40. Yes. So like, you know, that. Yeah. (laughs) Different places. I mean, (laughs) just, just different places. And I can only imagine how our girl Shania Twain feels, you know, like, yeah, she got that check. But it's like, y'all got me out of bed to to divorce six months later. And how Kim yeah. feels, Kim's like, I pay for Shania Twain to come sing to you. Yeah. And this has is how y'all checked, do me. Has anyone checked on Shania? Is she okay? <laughs> someone do a wellness check. check on Shania. Yes. Wellness check, absolutely. Get someone someone get out to wherever she is and check yes. on her whatever whatever cheetah print leopard print pajamas she is wearing in bed right now let's check on her immediately let's check on her because yeah. shania is probably not okay and even no. like i'm looking at a, something that luke said about their relationship after they got married and okay. while he was promoting you and okay. this is what he said about the marriage he said i feel very happy very lucky, very much in love. He's a good-looking man, but something about being in London, I got a taste for the Brits, and I couldn't help uh, myself. Yeah, that doesn't seem like... That's not giving... I'm gonna it's not, of my, right. No, it's giving, we're having a great time, we, had a, we did our thing, and we said, bye. Bye, gay. Go be gay somewhere else with someone else. And honestly, it's kind of beautiful because now everyone else has the opportunity to be gay with those two men. And I think that's beautiful. So let's celebrate that. Let's celebrate someone else getting in that ass or having that ass gotten into by Luke Cage and Chris Appleton. Yes. They're back on the market, boys. So go get them. Good. As our queen Shania says, let's go girls and get in that ass. Let's go girls. Yeah, classic Shania. Let's go, girls, and get in that act. We're going to head into our Baby Yes segment of the podcast. This is where we talk about uh, an item or a person, a idea, a concept, something in pop culture that would have been really impactful for us to have in our lives as baby queers, as young gay people who didn't know what the fuck was going on. We didn't have anything to look up to. Um, so I'll let you take it away. Baby, yes. If I had Muna yeah. as a child, my love of not only music, but myself would have developed yeah. a lot earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, growing up as a queer child in the Midwest, it felt very isolating and it wasn't something yeah. that I was very open about. I didn't talk about a lot. Uh, and in the 90s and 2000s, it wasn't really reflected in the media. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, and not in a fun way. Not in a cool way. For not sure. It was not in a way. fun, cool way. It was like a tragic no. way. So this podcast is called Silk. And we were inspired to name it that through Muna's song featuring Phoebe Bridgers. It's called Silk Chiffon. If you haven't heard it, it's a... Silk! If you haven't heard it, it's a must listen to. And I think what kind of drew us to that title and Muna in general 
is just the celebration of queer joy. It's not something that we got to see or hear growing up. And to hear them make an album, their self-titled that came out last year, is just fully like music celebrating being queer, having fun. It's all about a good time. And Muna has meant a lot to me in the past year two, found myself having to explain to people when I talk about our podcast. I mention the pod, Silk, you know, it's about queer joy. And they're like, I don't know what that term is. And I think that's really telling that people can't, like, I say the words queer joy and people are like, what? You know what I mean? That's so sad. That's so sad. Yeah. And like, queer joy is literally just celebrating being queer in or how your queerness relates to positive things. It's not that deep. Like fully queer joy is just being gay, being queer, being trans and celebrating that and living that in all facets of your life. I had not listened to Muna too much before their latest album. They were on my radar, but they weren't someone that I had gotten into. And then this self-titled album came out and it just exploded in my brain. I've been a huge Phoebe Bridgers stand forever and Muna is on her label, her imprint, her label Satisfactory Records. So I kind of was reintroduced to them through her music. I've got to see them a bunch live. Uh, I'm a musician and I go to a lot of concerts. And let me tell you, those three Munas up there on stage are magnetic. They are everything it was a sold out show for their headliner not a huge venue but a big venue completely sold out everyone was on the same frequency which was just queer good time girl like everyone was having a blast singing along the floor was shaking people were jumping i've never experienced a show like it before honestly i love the musicianship, the musicianship was on point i actually went with Two of my straight guy friends who love Muna too. And they went, the three of us went, we stood in the back as a radical act of um, being an ally as an incredibly tall six foot five man. I stood my ass in the back. Thank so you. This- Thank you. <laughs> if only so more people yeah. were like that. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to be up front, but I knew that most people cannot see in front of me. And you don't have show, a good view regardless. Yeah. I was, I'll, I'll, I'll stay back here. It's fine. Get up there, everybody. But no, it was insane. I've seen them open for Phoebe. I love, 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 love the uh, live version of the song from Titanic that they put out this year. They did it for like a radio and put out a studio version. Naomi's background vocals on that song. Unreal. The My Heart Will Go On. Oh my God. I am obsessed with them. So I good. could talk about them forever. I could talk about them forever. 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 And, you know, I saw them for the first time this year in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And uh, okay. any Muna fans know Katie is from Chicago. And, um, and I, any and any friend of Sintisha knows that this girl loves Miss Katie. Tell her. Yes. Like, yes. Oh, I was getting there, honey. If okay. anyone knows, Spoiler. Katie Gavin. Spoiler oh. alert. Katie Gavin oh. is one of my biggest celebrity crushes. I just think she yeah. is so cute and Fine. talented and funny yeah. and beautiful and all the things. And 
they played at the old Morton Salts factory. They turned it oh, into cool. a music venue. It's called the Are Salt Shed. Oh. Yes, it's so cool and it's gigantic. I love salt. I love salt, <laughs> I love I love salt, salt but I'm Martin. not a salty. Be not a salty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> not at all also if you know me you know i've developed this tick where you were saying why we named the podcast one of the things i told you was that i developed this tick instead of st- saying slay i say silk and silk. I told you <laughs> silk. I, I told you that and you were like Oh my god, that's what we need to name the podcast. And it just made so like, much sense. Say less, especially because we met. You were wearing the Muna shirt, like it all just I made sense. Yeah, and it's truly for me. That song is like the ultimate form of queer joy. Like life's yeah. so fun. Life's so fun. It's so fun. Got my mini skirt and my rollerblades, my rollerblades on. on. Like yeah. that's the perfect day. What's the be perfect better? day? What could be better than seeing Katie Gavin in a mini skirt <laughs> and some fucking rollerblades? Yeah, come on now. Dead. That is queer I, joy. Sure? Yeah. When they were when they were opening up for Casey Musgraves. Oh, I saw them open up for Casey Musgraves with my mom, oh. which was so fun. It was so fun. Oh. I always take my mom to see Casey Musgraves on her tours because my mom's a country girl. My mom's a horse girl. So I said, well, we're going to go see Casey. And Muna was opening up for them. So I was like, this is incredible. My mom is going to get to experience queer joy with Muna. But it was so I love funny. that. It's, I love that. Yeah, it was, and I love Casey it was for being an ally to the game so hard i love that bitch yeah. too but on i'm that not a tour, horse girl, but i love casey <laughs> on that tour katie was posting on their story or maybe muna's story of her in her like rollerblading around the venue and they because it was opening for casey it was like a arenas and stuff and she was like fully just like headphones on taking like a selfie of her rollerblade I thought that was so funny. Muna also does something really cool, which is they have their own podcast, Gaotic. Have you listened? Oh, yeah, that's right. I yes. always forget that they do. Yes, of course. There are peers in the industry. There are peers because they also have a podcast. <laughs> we no, are yeah. peers together with the dolls. <laughs> with the, exactly the same. No, but seriously, Gaotic is so good. They talk about tour on there. They talk about you know songwriting, what it's like to be a queer musician which is super relevant to me as a musician and thinking about what I want my band's music to sound like and what our future could look like talking about like what it means to be pegged as queer still in the music industry in 2024 almost. And something that I've really liked about listening to Muna is that I have been able to be a guest and enter into the world of sapphic love, which as a gay man, isn't something that is like, I've got to learn about or even hear about so much of queer culture is gay centered and it has been really refreshing to learn more about the, in this case, the lesbian or queer community at large, women, loving women, sapphic love, that kind of stuff. It's just not something that I have 
found myself absorbing unintentionally. So seeking it out and learning, it's been great to be a guest in that space. And that space is super inclusive and inviting and a party. And I've loved it. So for many things, I am thankful for Muna. Yes, yes. As a sapphic bitch, seeing them make out on stage, Uh, I live. I live. live. And honestly, just to have seen that as a child would have been really validating and knowing that I wasn't alone, you know, and just like having a queer band make music and see them be so successful, open up for Taylor freaking Swift. That's so you, major. Taylor. It just would have been so That's confirming for little me and like the feelings that I was having and like just being able yeah. to accept myself and um, know that acceptance is coming mm-hmm. uh, soon, but not soon enough. You know what I mean? Like that would have been yeah. really validating and awesome to have as a child. But I'm so glad that the young queers get to experience having their music and their podcast and be able to like really connect with them on such a deep level and like feel seen and validated. I actually, when we met, I followed you on Instagram and the fifth or sixth picture was you in that Muna shirt. And I commented, I, (laughs) you are that girl. I knew you were like, it was just like, like we were talking about earlier at the top of the episode, you see someone in a band tee, you know, you know who they are, you know what they ride for. And Muna, we ride for you. We love you. Maybe one day you'll be on our podcast. Who knows? Silk. Silk. Yeah, we're manifesting that. We're claiming it. Silk. All right, everyone. So for our final segment, we're going to be saying Arnar. And I'm getting so much better at that. There you go. There you go. I didn't even practice. It was just natural. Yes. That was good. So this is our moment of the pod where we just talk about what we are not living for, what's giving us the ick. Sintisha, uh, I know something, some things actually have been giving you the ick this week. So let's hear it. So my R&Rs of the week, uh, my go away. Uh, Bye, bitch. Okay. The first thing is uh, got a bone to pick. With People Magazine. The whole magazine at large. (laughs) Period. All the staff. The whole staff. (laughs) Everyone involved. You're on notice. Okay? You are now an enemy of the pod. People Magazine decided to choose Patrick Dempsey as the sexiest man alive. And Mm -hmm. um, I'm like, what year are we in? I'm sorry. Is this... I know. 2003 or 2023? I'm sorry. I just, I'm a little confused of all the sexy men. Like, if anyone should have had it, I think it should have been Pedro Pascal. And I'm just actually gagged that they had Patrick Dempsey, the man who left Grey's Anatomy because Ellen Pompeo was getting paid more than him. Yeah, not cute. Not cute. And what is he doing? Okay, one, he is going to be in the new horror movie, Thanksgiving, with Miss TikTok herself, Addison Ray. It's coming out, I think, like, next week. So, like, actually, really not much. He's not doing much. It's true. And I was going to say, you. Like, we think that's going to be popping. Have you seen He's All That? Uh, I don't know if that's a hot take or not, but, like, who wrote that? Who wrote That's an AI movie. That was 
a robot was like, because no, you're not wrong. And I do agree with you that he's not relevant. He's probably not like the best representative of somebody that we should be picking right now. But he's so hot to me. I love a daddy. I mean, he's hot. I know. He's he's hot. He's cute. You are broken. You are broken. I am broken. No, no. (laughs) He's cute. I mean, of course he's a handsome guy. Yeah. Can't deny that. But I'm like, we had Timothy Chalamet. We had Jeremy Allen White. We had Usher. We had all (laughs) the Kens. And that's what we decided to go with. Like, I'm sorry, Pedro Pascal. We had Daddy. Yeah. We had Daddy. So I'm just like, did right. he threaten to run them over? Because I know he's <laughs> doing race cars now. Like, what's he's he like? If you don't pick me, I will run over this whole staff. Yeah, one by Some, one, all over. Right. If you don't pick me. What does Patrick know about the People Magazine staff? What? I don't know. People Magazine. What are you hiding that was able to be found by Patrick Swayze? Because I know that that man doesn't. <laughs> Patrick Dempsey Swayze. Much. Not Patrick Swayze, R.I.P. though. He's dead. He was sexy. He was sexy, and we celebrated that, and him. Yeah. Patrick Dempsey, Mm -hmm. that man, while he may be a daddy and hot, he does not look like he knows how to find out blackmail. So whatever you did at People Magazine, for him to be able to wield his power against you, you all need to do better. And next year, if you don't pick someone that is in the discourse that rides for the community we're gonna revolt and i would say we're not gonna buy people magazine but i haven't been buying people magazine and that hasn't stopped you dragging okay. for patrick swayze but that's funny <laughs> that's why i had to bring it back because it's like yeah. okay he was sexiest man alive though at one point he did get the title before he passed okay um I would have preferred him as a ghost to receive Sexiest Man Alive over Patrick Dempsey. That's where I'm at. Truly. I said what I said. It had to be said. And I'm glad you said it. Thank you. My last grievance, my last R&R is uh, Mm -hmm. Mr. Harry Styles showing up to this pussy in Las Vegas with the buzz cuts. I had... I had a reaction. I was upset. My friend said it to me and she said, is this real? And I said, is this a yeah. hate crime? This is a hate crime. This is an right. act of violence. Yeah. I said, Harry, your name is Harry, not Buzz. <laughs> That's a staple. Girl. That's this a staple. Toy Story. You're not Buzz. You're... Right, girl. This is Okay. Infinity and Beyond, One Direction did have a song <laughs> called Infinity, but I was not expecting this. We didn't want that. That's a signature mm-hmm. staple is the hair. I'm like, did he watch that David Beckham documentary? And then he was like, let oh, me cut maybe. my shit off. Like, let me rock that. this for a sec. What? There has to be a reason. And he went in public. Like, he had to have known that his picture could have been taken. It's weird that there's been no press announcement. There's been no, like, was it for, because he acts, don't worry, darling. I am worried, Harry. What's going on? I am worried. Is it for a role? Is it for the next album cycle? Shaving your head is a classic gay crisis. And 
we don't know Harry's sexuality, but he could be having a straight crisis. He could be having a straight also, curious crisis. No, I think what it is is it's it's a gay crisis, but it's also when you're dating a black woman, and he is with allegedly oh, Taylor Russell yeah. from Bones and hmm. All, the Tim- the mm-hmm. Timothy Chalamet movie. Good movie. So maybe he he pulled a Travis Kelsey because we all know Travis oh. liked him some chocolate for a long time. Mm-hmm. Maybe Harry's having a moment where he's like, let me just get a little flavor. Maybe. Up in the gig. Yeah. Who knows? But it was just, it was a lot. I'm going We're through it. as a community. I will say, and this is a PSA to... Harry Styles, hairstylist, barber, beautician, whatever you are, you're an enemy of the pod. Not because you did it, but just because of the way it happened. It's just not right. You, it's, we have two enemies of the pod, Candace Cameron Bure, the person who cut Harry Styles' hair. And, and the people, you have to live with what people you did. Magazine. All those people. people all those people. people. Magazine. And anyone who was on this, who anyone who was CC'd on the email from People Magazine saying, should we do Patrick Dempsey this year? No. Anyone on Harry's team. Anyone CC'd approved that. Anyone who CC'd that email or approved that yeah. message, enemy of Silk. Silk. Pull up to Silk. These two queers will beat your ass. We're, I, when we met, I told you I was in my fighting era. That's true. That's true. I'm long retired from my fighting era. I had that in my youth where I was scrappy. Now I'm too tired, but I will hurt your feelings. I'll emotionally eviscerate you. Yes. I can do that. I do that. Fighting is good if it's warranted. So let's just, we're, we are pro that we are pro fighting enemies of the pod. Who deserve it? I'm taking the reins and we are wrapping up this podcast. Sintisha, <laughs> I am into segues as a horse, as the son of a horse thank girl. You. But seriously, thank you all for tuning in to episode two of Silk the Podcast. We'll be back. Silk! We will be back next week with a brand new episode for you. We are super excited to start bringing you some podcast guests. We may have booked our first guest guest today for a few weeks from now. So get ready for that. I am super stoked. It's one of my all-time favorite people. I'm not going to tell you what they do or who they are, but they will be on in a couple weeks. I'm excited. I know. I'm I'm buzzing. I've been buzzing all day about it. I know. So if... Yeah. If you like what you heard, make sure you leave us a rating on Spotify, Apple Music, review our show. It helps us so much as we are a new podcast. Um, So leave us a five-star review. We're also on social media. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, The Silkcast. Uh, We'll be posting videos, clips, behind-the-scenes info, all that kind of fun stuff. So make sure you follow along. Again, my name is Cody. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok at CLATS. And I am Sintisha. You can follow me on all the socials under Struggle Queen. The queen has three E's because she's a queen. Bye. Bye.